It always feels like death. At least at first. Your muscles stretch and burn until they might rip. The bones in your hips threaten to rotate right out of their sockets. Your spine lengthens and twists into impossible shapes. The veins in your arms swell, blood pulsing through them. Your fingers tremble as you try to hold them taut but graceful, just so. Your toes jam into a pretty pink box, battering your feet with constellations of blisters and bruises. But it all looks effortless and beautiful. I hope. Because that's all that really matters. Studio B is a fishbowl today, and I wish the three glass walls were blacked out or covered up. I can feel Liz's glare, hot and heavy, her face pressed up against the glass. I knew she wanted this, maybe even more than me, but that doesn't mean she deserved it. She'll claim that I got lucky, that it was nepotism, that being Mr. Lucas's niece has its perks. I mean, Bet told me she said as much in her drunken babblings last night. But I know better. I earned this. Morky barks orders at the core girls, then turns to the pianist to nitpick a chord pace for the spring ballet, La Sylphide. I'm the only level six girl cast as a soloist, and while the others pretend to be happy for me, well, most of them anyway, I know they're hoping to see me fail. But I won't give them the satisfaction. Even though it's hard being the youngest one in here, and earlier, when one of them asked me if I was 15, I wanted to lie and say I was 17 or 18 like them. As I watch the other dancers spin across the floor in a series of pirouettes, I keep my smile plastered across my face. I won't falter. I can't let them know how hard this is. My muscles ache and my stomach churns, empty from a morning spent reliving last night's revelries. I never should have let Bet talk me into drinking. I'm definitely paying the price now. The music stops abruptly, and Morky towers over Sarah Takahashi, making her do the turn over and over again, yelling corrections in Russian like Sarah understands her. Sarah bows, and it seems to infuriate Morky even more. She's my understudy and a level eight girl. An eight girl should have had the lead, an opportunity for the company masters to see her talent and offer her a spot. I take every second of this break to review the variation in my head, to think through the music. Morky does the steps one by one, stamping her little heeled ballet slippers. Even nearing seventy, she's still a strong portrait of grace, a true danseuse russe. Bet slips through the door, and she lets it bang closed so I know she's here. I hate how she always finds a way to announce herself, but I could never tell her that. Everyone watches her halo of blonde hair pulled taut in its bun, her designer dance skirt floating around her like cotton candy, her pink lipstick expertly applied. She's told to find a spot in the back and plops down right near the dance bags. There were rumors that a fat check from her mom secured her a seat in the studio to learn the role too, but I didn't dare ask her. She's been so gracious and helpful, defending me to Liz and the others when I first got here, showing me the ropes, threatening the other girls if they didn't stop messing with me. Will enters a few moments after. His red hair is gelled up, and he's wearing a face full of makeup. He blows me a kiss and waves. It was announced this morning that he'd be my pa partner's understudy. He sits in the back with Bet. Morky calls me to the center. The music starts, light and fluttery and serene. 
Usually I let it take me, the notes lifting me away so I'm no longer myself. The movements of my arms and legs transforming, allowing me to become the forest fairy romancing the Scotsman.